good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. Welcome to the world, baby boy, I'll paint you red and white and blue. The indoctrination starts as soon as you come out the womb. Pretty quick, we'll make you stupid with curriculums at school. And if the classroom doesn't do the trick, we'll make you watch the news. Pick your team, right or left, pick the red pill or the blue. You can vote, but even if you win, still everyone will lose. Don't forget to buy designer because Gucci makes you cool. We prioritize material belongings over truth. Get a job that you can't stand so you can buy some cans of food. Go overseas and die for freedom, there's some oil we can use. Our democracy exists so that you think that you can choose. But our algorithms make you do what we want want you to do what's the problem you're depressed society has you confused we got medication for you that you'll probably abuse go get married to a lady who also don't have a clue and pump out a few babies that are just the same as you welcome to the system everyone's a victim doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all here inside the system violence is a symptom fighting for what's right but somehow everyone is wrong welcome to the system everyone's a victim doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the world, baby girl I'll paint you pink if that's okay We'll encourage self-destruction through the music that you play We divided all the men by trying politics and race And honestly, it's working awesome So for you, we'll do the same Never teaching you to love yourself Inject you full of hate Objectify your sexuality Then blame you for the rape And weaponize the differences That make our men and women great Then just to screw with you Erase the genders Everyone's the same We'll empower you with rights to vote And fight for equal pay Then have the men turn into women And you'll fight for them again But you thought you had it figured out But everything has changed Welcome to the system Please enjoy your stay. Here's a Bible and a bottle of the cheapest booze we make. Find a man who can take care of you to fill the holes we made. Buy a house and settle down, fulfill your duty, procreate, and make a couple babies who will also do the same. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. Welcome to the world, everybody. I'ma paint you black and white. I'ma make you hate each other so that everyone will fight. I'ma give you our religion, let the righteous find the light. But I will also give you science to oppose the word of Christ. And I'ma give you borders, they're imaginary lines. If you cross them, go to war and win when everybody dies. And I'ma give you money that you'll value more than life. And let the 1% have everything while you fight to survive. And then I'll give you politics, I'll call it left and right. And while you divide yourselves, I will conquer both the sides. Can't you see? I'm the system, my whole purpose is divide. What you choose will never matter because everything Everything is mine.
Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all Here inside the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all Here inside the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all Here inside the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, and welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. Uh, still in my makeshift uh, little studio until my other studio is done. Sorry about the late start. We're an hour late today. Um, I had some contractors over, was getting some work done here and just had to stay with that until that was completed. And then I had to get the kids all ready for dinner and stuff like that. So we are ready to rock and roll with the episode called As the World Turns. It's a title I've used many times before, but I think it's appropriate kind of for the the state that this world is in right now. Watching and everything unravel and and come to and you know watching Tom McDonald right there on the uh, the song called the system, <clears throat> which you can find on uh, Tom McDonald's YouTube channel right there. Wasn't it interesting how he has reptile eyes? No, no, maybe he's trying to hint towards something there that he can't come out and directly say. A few musicians have uh, done that same type of thing. And uh, it kind of ponders on the question that I left everybody with last night. And that question was, is what do you think is the cause of all this? What, what is it? Is it? Is it something external to us? Is it? Is it just human beings being evil by nature? Is it just human beings going out there and wanting to control other pe uh, human beings being sociopaths and psychopaths coming together in an organized fashion and and producing cults and trying to take over the world or is it something else is it an artificial intelligence is it an energy is it a spiritual being is it extraterrestrial interdimensional what what is it and, you know, this is a, a topic that I've thought a lot about. Um, and the reason I think a lot about it is because when you're looking at how things unfold, you're looking at how things are structured and kind of how things expand out from that structure. If you know what it's coming from, if you can understand what it's coming from, the source of where that is, then you can understand everything else that has happened. You can, you can finally come to realize some iota of the truth, right? And so that's why a lot of my research, and David Whitehead's as well, has been on that idea of what, what the heck is this that we're dealing with? You know, some people, you know, would say that we're dealing with, um, you know, extraterrestrials, that, you know, this is nothing more than just a civilization from another planet that is trying to take over our world or control our world to a large degree. And there's multiple multiples of them and they're all here and they're interacting with humanity to some large degree. Um, I don't discount that theory. I would say that there has to be a substantiation of evidence of that theory though. Right. Um, I could say that the most evidence does lie in the idea that it's just human beings, that it's just psychopathic human beings who have come together in a highly organized fashion, utilizing institutions, secret societies, cults, religion, ideology 
coming together and organizing over a very, very long time, hundreds of years to come to this one singular point right now where their main goal is finally um, coming into fruition. Now, do I believe that's what it is? No, but that's kind of where the evidence lies if we want to look at the evidence like that, right? The other side is that this could be some type of, of parasite, some virus that has infected the minds of people, only affects certain blood types. This is a theory that we pushed around before. Um, a lot of the talk with the UAP congressional um, investigations into the UAP phenomena have talked about interdimensional beings. Now, I, I saw um, a, a tweet earlier, and I think it was, um, was it Brett? Let me find out who it was. It was, um, I, I want to remember, it was Eric Weinstein. So if you don't know who Eric Weinstein is, he's a classically trained theoretical physicist. Um, he's, um, he does the Dark Horse podcast. He's He was one of the first people, he's actually a liberal, but he's one of the first people to break out about the LGBTQ trans agenda, as well as the COVID-19 narrative. Um, he's done a lot of great work on the Dark Horse podcast, one that I highly recommend, even though you might not agree with his politics. And he came out and he was talking about this the other day and he said, he goes, how would you even define interdimensional? He goes, I have a PhD of study in exactly that, and I don't even know. And I thought that was so profound to say that, because what does it really mean? I mean, the, the, the definition of interdimensional, when we kind of look like it, look at it in that perspective, do, do we mean like there's various different phases of reality that uh, the physical dimensionality of who and what we are has various different um, characteristics and that those characteristics can be existent right in front of us, but yet not present. That, that's one idea. We have the spiritual dimensionality of what interdimensional will be. Um, we, we call these uh, the astral realm, out-of-body travel, things like this, the dream world. Um, and, and, you know, the Bible talks about a lot of these different things, right? So when we start to think about interdimensional, what does it really mean? What are, how are the scientists who are working on these projects, how would they define that aspect itself? And I, I actually commented on his post and I said, is it the beings that they're talking about, the, the source of the technology that is interdimensional? Or is it the technology that works interdimensionally? And that's the big question. I think that's a lot of confusion in a lot of that. From what I've got from the people I've talked to is that the technology operates on what we would call an interdimensional paradigm in the sense of we really don't can't explain what it is or how it operates, but it doesn't work in the normal laws or basic laws of physics. So therefore, it has to be outside of our dimensional properties of the universe, right? And, and I kind of move towards that angle with the technology, um, not necessarily the beans, but it could be something of that nature. Um, or is it something incredibly biblical? Is it Satan and his armies? Is it demons and Satan? Is that what we're up against? Um, I know a lot of people would say that that is what it is. Well, you know what? We can give it that label. We can absolutely give it that label because the actions what it's doing, how it does, what it does are all reflecting exactly that of what we know of that to be. And I think that that's critically important. And, and today I actually, I put out a post today 
And, and the reason I put this post out is there's there's a lot of things happening in the world. There's a lot of things happening in my life. And if you're joining in tonight on the uh, the Thursday Q&A with Josh, that's on the social red pill. So tonight, um, right after this show, we'll jump on. But right after this show, we'll do the Q&A. If you guys jump on there, th this is one of the things that we're going to talk about. Um, I'm going to talk about a few different things, but personal things that are going on in my life, things that are just happening, um, you know, lies, deception, all this kind of stuff that's out there right now. And so I put this out there. There's an evil in this world that has infiltrated every aspect of society. It exists in the institutions, the politics, the household, the spiritual centers, in the minds of those who have been left led astray. It is time to put on the full armor of God. The final battle is before us. And I truly do believe the final battle is before us. And, you know, I, I read this maybe once a year when we, we come to these very, very strong points um, within this unfolding global narrative. And I'll, I'll read this right now because I think it's critically important and I think a lot of people need to hear it. This is Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with the prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication in all the saints, and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as ought to speak. I think it's critically important to understand this. And and I and for anybody out there who's wondering, I did a, a breakdown of the armor of God. Um, on my Substack, you can find it. I'll, I'll try to publish it tonight. We'll try to publish it tonight in the Substack and, and get that out there. But there is a, a symbolic breakdown of what that really means, of kind of what the ideas that are being talked about there. Now, for me, is that we need spiritual protection in this day and age, in this world. There is true evil all around us. There are people all around us who are deceptive who lie, who cheat, who steal, who will turn on you in a heartbeat and put a knife in your back. And you know what? I know that we've talked about this before, but David and I, David Whitehead and I have done this show before where we talked about this, this archetypical <clears throat> ethos that is happening right now. And I said last night that this show tonight is going to be more of a fringy type of conversation. There's a little bit of news. I'm going to cover that here in a minute. But I want to talk about this archetypical ethos 
ethos being very similar to zeitgeist, the, the spirit of the society, of the civilization, right? And that we're in this transitional phase within humanity, but humanity isn't separate from the planet or the solar system. It isn't separate from the cycles of our planet and in the solar system and our galaxy. We are a much integrated part of it as everything else. And so therefore, when these great cycles come about, it's not only the world that is entering the fourth turning, but it's also internal to ourselves. It's also the things within ourselves that are coming to the surface. It's the people and relationships that we have that, that come to the surface. All the darkness within our relationships all come to the surface. And we're confronting it right now within our very, and within our very lives. We're all, I, I, I talk to tons of people a week and I can tell you right now, I'm not the only one going through things in life. A lot of people are having hard times. A lot of people are going through hell. A lot of people are going through the depths of darkness that you've never, ever even pondered in your life. Now, I'm not saying that's me. What I'm saying is that there are people right now that are going through this cycle, this transitional phase. Now, whether that cycle is to prepare them for something that's going to happen, that's the, the way the universe and God prepare you for the battle to come, or whether that is the battle, I believe that it's all one and the same. That right now we are, we are relinquishing all of those energy relationships within our lives that no longer serve purpose and meaning to us to who and what we are as a species, as a being. And this is why things are being exposed on a societal level, because all of us inside, internal to ourselves, seek to know ourselves, are bringing all of that stuff that's inside of us up to the surface. All those relationships we've had over the years, all coming up and bubbling up. And we're cutting the tethers, cutting the bonds, to all that darkness that has connected much of us throughout our history, throughout our civilization. And if you think you're a goody two-shoes out there and you've never done any wrong in your life, you're mistaken. We've all done things that we regret, that we hate, and all these types of things. What I'm trying to say is that those people who have those things coming up, they affected you. If you have a tethered relationship with somebody and that person has certain things in their life that are dark and horrible, that's going to affect you. That's going to come upon you. That's going to compound upon you. And what I just say, the best advice that I give you, the, the best example I can give you, is to be aware. To be here now, as Richard Alpert Ramdas would say, is to be here now, be in the moment. Embrace that moment. And within the embracement of that moment, seek to know yourself. Seek to know your heart and, and your love within you and the guidance within you. And let go of those things that no longer serve you. Let go of those things in your life that you've held on to for a long time because you're, you're afraid to let it go or whatever it might have been. Be like Elsa. Let it go. 
you know, it's, it's time, like, you know, every, every few months you got to go in down to that big old freezer and you got to chip away the ice and you got to clean it out and get all that old stuff out there and cook all that old food that's about to expire. Right. That's what this is. This is a cleansing process that the planet is going through right now. And we're all going through it. We're all going through it. Many would say that this is what is actually the spiritual aspect of the revelation of John, that this is what Revelations is actually talking about, is this specific time right now that is internal to the self, where the darkness bubbles up from the crepes, where we all have relationships to each other in, in all different shapes and forms. And yeah, we might be infinite souls and spiritual beings, but we have a finite, a finite structure here right now in this world. And with a finite structure, we only have a finite amount of energy that we can share and exchange with other people, with other things and with everything in the world around us. And sometimes what happens in our life is that we extend too much of that out to things that don't serve us or benefit us or bring us joy or happiness. And instead it takes that energy. Instead it taints that energy, changes the polarization of that energy. And it's up to us to become aware of that. And that's why I say the, the advice that I give is, you know, be in the moment, try to find that center point, you know, take some deep breaths throughout your day, close your eyes and just breathe and relax. Try to think of nothingness, try to be one with yourself. And as you know, as Kimberly says, repent, repent, forgive yourself, forgive yourself in the name of God. If that's what you do, that's what you do. But whatever it is, I know that I'm not alone with the various different issues that I'm going through in my life. And it's not horrible issues or anything like that. It's, you know, there's nothing crazy going on, but it's just, you know, things in life are transitioning. And I think that everybody needs to hear this type of stuff. Everybody needs to put on the armor of God. Everybody needs to know that, look, you're not alone. You're not alone out there. You know, we live our whole life alone in our minds seeking for somebody to bring comfort and joy and happiness externally to us when the only place that we could ever find comfort, joy, and happiness is with inside of ourselves, is the peace that we can bring with inside of ourselves. And we can share that peace, that joy, and that happiness with other people. And that's how we feel not so alone. Have I been cloned? I have not been cloned. Come on. I'm not, no, I, like I said, this isn't a daily dose tonight. This is more of a, just kind of a conversation. We're just having fun talking. I wanted to kind of uh, talk about a, that question that I talked about last night and then just kind of give some reiteration on it because right now what's happening in the world is we're dealing with an evil, an evil that has crept its way into every different aspect of our society. Everybody is feeling it. That's right. Grismo. The spiritual war is real. This isn't a this isn't World War III. This is spiritual warfare. And it is 100% real and it is happening. And if you don't recognize who you are, if you don't recognize and protect your energy and protect yourself spiritually, it will come for you eventually. There is a darkness out there and it will get a hold of you one way, shape, form, or another. And so... Be strong within the armor of God, people. I'm telling you. Now, there's a lot of things happening in the world as we discussed. Congress doesn't give two shits about you, me, or anybody else 
They went ahead and extended the government till March today, the, both the House and the Senate. They put zero funding whatsoever in there for the border. <clears throat> it just goes on to prove that once again, it doesn't matter if it's Democrats or Republicans, they don't serve you. You're not their master. And in no way, shape, or form would they ever look at you as such. We had a few other things happening over the last few days here. Japan has unveiled the biggest military buildup in its history since World War II. NATO has announced a month-long exercise with over 90,000 troops in Europe. Guys, that's not a month-long exercise with 90,000 troops. That is a preemptive military buildup. You have to understand that. The build, the German, the German um, news organization had leaked documents from the German military, believing, saying that they believe they had intelligence that Russia was going to attack Europe in the next three months and they were building up their forces. Then all of a sudden NATO announces this. There are no coincidences. Netanyahu, their end in the Gaza campaign, comes out today and says, in the future, the state of Israel has to control the entire area of the river to the sea. As in, he said it today as well, there will be no Palestinian state when the Americans and everybody else is saying that they're going to work towards the Palestinian state. And you know what happens when the U.S. goes against, uh, goes against Israel in the sense of decision-making? You're always going to have a terrorist attack of some sort here. Now, Admiral Bob Bauer, uh, chair of the NATO military committee today, this is very, very real. He, he was talking today about this NATO exercise, NATO buildup with the potential of Russia, uh, the, the German intelligence, everything that's going on here. And um, I want you, when you watch this video, he's talking about next 10 years. He's saying next 10 years. I want you to watch his eyes and watch his facial expressions and then listen to what he says. Don't hear Listen to what he says while watching his body language and tell me what you see. You need to have water, you need to have a, a, a radio on batteries, and you need to have a, a, a flashlight on, on batteries to make sure that you can survive the first 36 hours. Things like that. That's simple things. But it starts there. The, the realization that not everything is planable, not everything is going to be honky-dory in the next 20 years. I'm not saying it is going wrong tomorrow, but we have to realize it's not a given that we are in peace. And that's why we have the plans. That's why we are preparing for a conflict with, uh, uh, with Russia and the terror groups, if it comes to it, if they attack us. We're not seeking any conflict. But if they attack us, we have to be ready. Okay. Guys, I've studied neurolinguistic programming. I've studied body language. My closest friends will tell you that I know body language very well. You need I, to have... Going I want you to, to look, look... I want you to look at what he says right here. Okay? It's going, I'm not saying it is going wrong tomorrow, but we... Do you see how he does that gulp and eye look? Immediately when he says this, watch what he says after. So he goes in, in the next 20 years. Right. I'm not saying it is going wrong tomorrow. When he says 20 years, straight face, 100%. When he 
What he says going wrong tomorrow, oh. watch what he does. But we have to realize it's not a given that we are in peace. Now, he does it again in this next part. That's Watch why this. we have the plans. That's why we are preparing for a conflict with, uh, uh, with Russia and the terror groups, if it comes to it, if they attack us. Right there. If they attack us, looks away, comes back. He does it again. We're not seeking any conflict. But if they attack us, we have to be ready. When he says they attack us again, he does the same thing once again. What is he telling you there? He's incredibly stressed. He's nervous. He's trying to get a message out. Okay? Not only that, look at this face of him at the end. I, I want you to look at his face. That is a man who's given that conversation, not because he wants to, because he has to. He was told to give that conversation, and he knows what's happening. He gave a prepper conversation. You need water. You need radios. You need food. He told people of Europe to prepare. He goes, I don't know. It's not going to be, you know, 20 years, but it's not going to be tomorrow. If they attack us. The, the gulp usually means that he's getting ready to say something he doesn't want to say. Okay. It, it's an interruption within the train of thought. Right? It's an interruption in the train of thought. Usually you're going to swallow during that time. So when he swallows and looks away during that time, it's an interruption in his train of thought. He's focusing on preparation, survival. Hey, you guys want to prepare, do all this stuff. And then he has to get into the lie. It's not going to be tomorrow if they attack us. We said the globalist will never ever give up power again. They took it from Donald Trump. They got control of the United States and they will never give up power again. That they will scorch this earth before they ever give it back. If you go back to November 2020, the current day, the things that we've been saying are all happening. Social, cultural destabilization, political destabilization, infiltration of our institutions, that was all happening before. But the attacks on the supply chain, the attacks on the infrastructure, the propping up and the, the, the getting ready for the global economic collapse and the rush towards World War III, all of it is escalating. Now, I don't want to fear porn or fear monger or any of this stuff. I hope to God none of this stuff happens. I hope to God that, that the life just goes on and we live in peace and all this can be avoided. But as the Admiral saying, prepare. Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Now, with that, we have to be incredibly, incredibly aware of what's happening in the global narrative, what's happening on the world stage. Because <clears throat> one of the things that I do see is I see a lot of truth coming forth. Now, a lot of the truth coming forth, you have to sit there and ask yourself, you know, what is the reality of the situation? You got to remember there's three sides to every story. There's yours, theirs, and the truth. And before you ever come to a determination of that truth, 
you better have those other two sides to help you determine that. And that's why one of the things that we do here is we look at all the different angles. Now, what type, so if we look at the warfare that's been waged in the last few months, in the last few years, we've seen some things that don't make sense. We've seen buildings destroyed that are fully constructed a week later. I saw this and, and you know what it made me think of. And I know that project, I, I called this out. Project Bluebeam is, uh, is, is bullshit in my opinion. Project Bluebeam is bullshit. But what if it's not? What if they've taken that idea of Project Bluebeam and now made it a reality? Massive drone show with colorful whirling lights mistaken for US, UFO as passerbyers buyers cry out and call for the men in black. Support ground crew, please head to the grid. It's going to play an ad. I can't stop it. Oh, this isn't the ad. This is actual video. So, three, two, one. Houston for Kilo, that is clear for launch. Ah, what does that remind you of? Just saying, be careful what you're seeing and what you're looking out for. This narrative can get spun on its head very, very easily because of things we see in the sky. And drone technology is highly advanced. Like that level of drone technology that you just saw right there is nothing compared to actual drone technology that they have hidden away. Think about the Las Vegas, um, the Las Vegas dome flying in the sky. Yes, that is real. They have that, and they can absolutely do that. Project images on the screens to make you believe that it's something that is actually not. Now, I don't think necessarily that you know five years ago Project Bluebeam was anything that was real or legitimate, but I absolutely believe that now especially after seeing these videos. By the way, the chest and the uh, scratching have been released. So there you go, guys. Got those out there for you. So not too much news today. But I'm going to give you my perspective on some things. Why not, right? We got, we got time. My perspective is this. A while back, I've talked about something called optimization theory. It's a, it's a dumb theory that I came up with a long time ago when I was a physics student at CU Boulder. And it was uh, through an observation that I had. And the observation is that everything that happens in the entirety of the universe, from the subquantum to the quantum to the molecular to, to the, the macro to the cosmological, Everything that happens is simply an exchange of energies. Doesn't matter the form or the interaction. 
Everything is simply an exchange of energy. And when we understand that everything is simply an exchange of energy, then you have to ask yourself, what is that energy doing? It's, it's configuring itself in patterns at every level. Every level has a template. The subquantum has a template of patterns that energy transitions into, exchanges and transitions into a template. The quantum, the quantum has a realm, a template that energy moves and transitions into, exchanges and transitions into. We call those atoms and subatomic particles, right? On the molecular side, there's patterns. Now, one thing you'll notice, subquantum, quantum, molecular, is that the complexity of the patterns increases. Not only the complexity, but the, the fractal integration or the fractal um, reinforcement within the pattern gets repeated millions, billions more times as that pattern moves up that chain of complexity. Then when you get to the macro, what are we? We are nothing more than an expression of those same templates from those lower levels at a higher level of complexity. Now, one thing that we know about this, know about all of these different levels and these systems of energy, the system of energy exchange, is that when a system destabilizes or moves to a new point of optimization, what do I mean by that? The word quantum comes from the word quanta. Max Planck coined this working with black body radiation. What he was talking about is that he found that at a very, very small scale, 10 to the negative 35 meters, that energy isn't uniform in its distribution. That energy doesn't just flow uniformly from one point to another. Instead, energy waits until it gets to a certain potential and then releases. That potential they call a quanta, okay? Now, it's interesting because it kind of acts like a capacitor, that it has to meet its charge potential before that energy is transferred over. So energy doesn't transfer over then in, in a, a uniform manner. What we found out from looking at system theory, though, is that these, these transitions of energies, they are the building blocks for higher complexity and higher complexity. And that when new systems of complexity are being built, those systems will reorganize themselves. Now, what's interesting about that is that the period of reorganization within an optimized system, an optimized system, a period of reorganization, it's called chaos. And that what we're going through right now is a, is a point of reoptimization of the system. The system is reorganizing itself. That reorganization we're observing as chaos in the world. This is why all the shit leeches up and all the darkness leeches up and we have to defeat evil once again. Okay? Because it's within that chaos that the new system is being born. Now, what the pattern, the template for that new system will be is, I believe, dependent upon us, this current system and level of complexity that is the conscious operators in this, in this reality. And so we have a kind of a Gandhi quote here, right? Be the change you wish to see in the world. And it's kind of true. 
that as this system is restructuring and transitioning and moving to a new state of optimization, the new template of which it's going to happen comes about through the change facilitated by you and me and everybody else working in accordance. We are the expression of that pattern. Wherever we move to, wherever that ethos, that zeitgeist moves to, is going to be that new template for the system that it moves into. Now, on the other side, <clears throat> you have the secret societies, the occult, the dark occult. You have the, the globalists. You have the deep state. They want to control the chaos. They want to control the misinformation, the disinformation, the information. They want to control what you see what you know, what you understand, and what you think. The reason is, is because that is the template that we're moving into. That's what produces the new world, if that makes sense. That's why they're so hell-bent on controlling all the information that you consume and take in. That's why they're hell-bent on controlling every aspect of your life and censoring all of those who have a counter-narrative all of those who disagree with them and say something else or all of those who tell you the truth because for the longest time this dark occult the, the this the, these evil secret societies they've known about these higher cycles in time they've hidden them from you and me many of us have learned about them over the last few decades they've hidden them from you and me for a specific reason because your ignorance to that Yours and mine, ignorance to that gives them the chessboard advantage to where they can go out there and manipulate us to a large degree to bring about the world that they desire, the world that they want, a world of control, a world of slaves, a world of, of, of a system of technocratic control where depopulation has occurred. 85% of the population is gone. Everybody who's remaining lives in 15-minute cities, is operating under a centralized digital currency, um, is, is on a diet of nothing but crickets and ants and other types of insects that has very, very little meat that lives in these prisons called 15-minute cities that are nothing more than a, a technocratic, commio-fascist state that is controlled by an artificial intelligence, which you carry in your pocket or integrate into your brain through a, trip, a chip or put on your face through some type of augmented reality glasses. That's the world that they want. Why? Because that is the ultimate world and system of control. That is what they're pushing to. Everything that we're seeing happening right now unfolding in the world, all the various different regional wars, all the world wars that are, that are popping up all over the place, all the global economic instability, all the political destabilization that's happening, the left and the right wing of the same bird. All of that is happening to control your mind, to control your thoughts, your actions, and your influences in reality. If they can promote a system of fear onto you to make you think that the world is collapsing, the world is ending and all this stuff. And that is a very low energy vibration. Then they can control the narrative of what happens next. They can control the unfolding of how reality unravels itself. Now I know this is like deep philosophical. It's more of a fringe conversation, but it's the truth as I know it. 
And I believe there's a lot of people out there who have known this for a long time and they've taught it to us. They've taught it to us in books. They've taught it to us in, um, in lectures and they've hidden it for the most part. But at the end of the day, what we see is that there is this mechanism of control on the planet. They're controlling the narrative to a large degree. Information is their largest weapon used against you. The good thing, the beautiful thing is that in 2024, with what is happening right now, is we control the information. That people are leaving the media channels, which they used to own and operate. They no longer have control of the narrative of what is happening in the world. We're taking that upon ourselves because we have taken the power of information back. And see, that is the fork in the road for them. That was the one thing that they had to hold on to, that they had to secure, is the control over information. And that is the one major battle that we won when Donald Trump came in in 2016 is we took back the idea of information. We took back the domain of information that we understand that whatever comes from them, whatever comes from what they're doing is not the truth. And that the truth then must be somewhere else. And we shall search and research and try to find and seek it out. Now, talk about a, a world of disinformation. Listen to Klaus Schwab today, what he said. If you can understand it. You have this anti-system movement. What we are seeing is a revolution against the system. So fixing the present system is not enough. Now there is, of course, a anti-system, which is called libertarianism, which means to tear down everything which creates some kind of influence of government into private lives. It's demantling the system. Wait, did he just say dismantling the system? Isn't that what we just talked about? Talk about optimization theory. But I found it funny that he says that there's a, of course, an anti-system, which is called libertarianism. I think he meant to say anarchism because it's definitely not libertarianism. Now, if he's specifying it meant libertarianism, which is in a sense self-governance, is a system of very few laws, but of constitutional, of a constitutional protections of the people controlling the government. That is the anti-system that is rising up hmm. and it's dismantling their system. Shots fired from the globalists, I believe. At least that's what I got out of that. Is that Klaus Schwab is talking about the anti-system that is rising up and has the potential to dismantle their system. That it is dismantling their system that they were creating. Because it's all about the ethos. It's all about the zeitgeist. It's all about all of our minds and the reality that we create. And if they don't control and influence the information into your mind, if you're doing that freely upon yourself with your own free will, they lose. They lose. There's something I usually talk about on Friday night. 
And uh, for those that don't know, I, I've studied uh, the, the esoteric mysteries for a very long time, occultism for a very long time. Not an occultist, but I've studied occultism in various different, you know, white and dark, you know, looked into all of it. Why? Because information is powerful. Information is a weapon. You need to know your enemy and you need to know how to defeat your enemy. Okay. With that, you learn certain understandings of what these people believe, as well as what maybe would be perceived as truth in the sense of God's truth in the world. One of these is what we call the law of cause and effect. And various alchemists and hermeticists throughout the years um, have have relayed this symbolically. Isaac Newton being one of those who utilized this in the description of physical motion. That for every, every every object has an equal and opposite reaction. Every reaction, every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right? The law of cause and effect. But there's a deeper spiritual symbolic meaning to the law of cause and effect. It's this, is that there's two realms of existence that you live in continuously, day in and day out. You live in the realm of causation and you live in the realm of effect. The difference of which one will dominate your life is dependent upon which one you give your energy to. For instance, there's this quote out there that says that, and it's kind of a, a funny quote, but it's a serious quote, is that a job is nothing more than a bribe to forget about your dreams and to work for somebody else's. So if you work for somebody else, you're giving up your dreams, your hours of the day to work towards your dreams. And in those hours, you're doing what they tell you to do. You're getting paid a bribe and you're fulfilling their dreams with the work that you do. Makes sense, right? But the analogy is that the realm of effect is the realm of influence that we are surrounded by information, we're surrounded by people. And that if we take that as truth, if we allow that into our filtering system and accept it, it can influence in a, in a certain way, shape, or form. The realm of effect is the way that the globalists, that the dark occultists, that's how they operate. That is the realm in which they operate in against you. That is their greatest weapon against you. Information comes in and can change who you are, what you are, your mood. It can change your thoughts. It can change your actions. It can change everything about you. But here's the key. If you're continuously reacting to the world around you because of the information that's coming in, you're not in control of your own life and you have no free will. You are being controlled by external forces that are not devised by your own free will. That's how marketing agencies work. So if you're allowing external things to control and influence your decision-making, control and influence your thought process, your beliefs, you're a slave. Now you have the realm of creation. In the realm of creation, we hold what we desire, the reality we desire in our minds and intentionally put it out through our habits and our behaviors, through our thoughts, our actions, and our influences. The world transforms in front of us because we influence the world around us. Instead of taking in information and allowing it to control us to do its bidding, 
we're putting the information out there to the world and allowing the world to reconform to what we desire. That's the realm of causation or that's the realm of, yeah, of causation. So don't live in the realm of effect. That's the enemy of the weapon. That's what they're doing. That's where they operate. This is why taking over the media, taking over the world of information, redefining what information is. That's why it was so pertinent. We did that. We did that with an operation. I would say that like, this is definitely an operation. I don't care if people are calling it CIA operation, deep state. I don't give a shit. The Q movement is absolutely what allowed you, me, and everybody else to take back the idea of information. 100%. It might have backfired on a deep state psyop. I don't know. It might have been good patriots putting that out there. We all have our various different theories. I have mine. But it doesn't matter. The result of it is that we took back the idea of information. We took back the domain of information. And when that happened, the majority of us you, me, and Americans and Canadians and Europeans, we stopped being slaves to the realm of effect, to the information which was dragging us around to their own agenda moving towards globalism. And we instead started thinking for ourselves and creating the world that we wish to see. And now we're in this transitional period. And they're losing control. They can't control the chaos of the reorganization of the system. And so therefore, the system that they created, the foundation of the system that they created is collapsing. DEI is being pushed out everywhere. It was, it was pushed out by the World Economic Forum, by the financial institutions, the businesses all across the world. And ten, you know, five years ago, they were all adopting it. Now they're getting rid of it. Now they're firing all the people. The trans agenda, all of this transhumanism is all being exposed. The people who were once calling us conspiracy theorists and didn't believe in Pizzagate and debunked it are all being arrested for pedophilia. Okay? It's happening, people. The world is waking up. We are at that precipice. And the reason it is is because we woke up and we took back the realm of causation. We took back the idea of information. We didn't allow ourselves to be manipulated by the false narrative anymore. So 2024 is going to be interesting because we're fighting back in more ways than you could ever imagine. That fight that we're giving back to them, it comes with spreading the truth. It comes with, with doing the research and understanding what has happened before and where it's going. But here's the thing. This is why it's so pertinent that they have to shut down the methods of communication. They have to shut down the internet. They have to shut down the radio. They have to control communications. They have to tr shut down transportation and travel. And the only way to do that is civil war here in the United States or global World War III breaking out or some type of massive disease X attack that breaks out. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I hope not. I pray not. But we have to be vigilant and stay vigilant upon it. So put on that full armor of God, people. Get ready. Buckle up. 2024 is going to be one hell of a ride. So I'm heading over to the socialredpill.com. I'll be there in about 10 minutes. Socialredpill.com. Uh, if you're going to go over there, make sure you get the subscription that includes the Thursday night Q&A. We also do a Friday night thing. I believe it's included in one of the same subscriptions. Um Tomorrow, no fringe. Uh, I will not be here. I'm going to see if someone else wants to fill in and do their own show tomorrow night live. I'll set it up for them. Uh, but guys, 
I appreciate you all more than you could ever know. Um, I, I'm blessed to be able to do this every day, day in and day out, or five days a week. Um, you guys have definitely brightened up my world, a lot of you guys, and I appreciate all the feedback and all the prayers and all the wishes. And if you guys ever want to contact me, go on over the social red pill, you can message me there. Um, where else you can find me at, there's an email address on the website under my profile, um, red pill project online at gmail.com red pill project online at gmail.com. Feel free to send me an email, um, whatever your thoughts are on all these topics or whatever it might be. So much love, respect guys. God bless you all. You guys all take care. Have a great night. I'll see some of you guys here in a little bit. Everybody else. We'll see you next time. Try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.